0: You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church, Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Just like my wife was saying we were in Peter Myersburg, it was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. In fact, I was surprised, <laughs> to be very honest. I didn't, I didn't expect God to do what He did. I was really surprised. When a heavenly fragrance just comes in, huh? One of the um, I got a testimony. Trying to remember if it was Monday or Tuesday. One of the one of the young people that was in the service since Friday last week has been having open visions, just seeing angels. Since Friday last week. Can you imagine that? She's just, she's just busy seeing angels. She goes to school and she sees angels all over the school. And she's seeing angels following all the children. Hallelujah. Isn't that awesome? These things are real. They're real. The fact that you don't see doesn't mean they're not there. But God opened her eyes. And, she, and it, it hasn't stopped. She's been seeing angels since Friday. Incredible. So the realm of the Spirit was just opened. And I pray, if you are hungry, God will meet you at the point of your hunger. Do you understand? He'll meet you at the point of your hunger. A lot of times, it's our hunger that limits us. Our Hunger or lack of hunger. That's why we don't experience God as we should. Yeah. We have allowed the traditions of men to determine our hunger. We have allowed the opinions of men to determine our hunger. Sometimes we have even allowed the doctrines of men The doctrines of men have regulated our hunger Mm. to tell you what God can do and what he cannot do. Mm. What you should believe for and what you shouldn't believe for. Mm. Who says that? Mm. Don't allow anyone to limit you. Don't allow anyone to tell you what you can or cannot believe for. Do you understand me? Yeah. God is in the house and he wants to meet you. You know, we often say he meets you at the point of your need. I beg to differ with that statement. God does not meet you at the point of your need. Because if he meets people at the point of their needs, there will be no needs. There are needs all the time. Why are needs not met if God meets you at the point of your need? He meets you at the point of your hunger. Do you understand me? Yeah, He meets you at the point of your hunger. If you have a need but you are not hungry, that need will go unmet. That need will go unmet. So He meets us at the point of our hunger. Blessed are they that thirst and that hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Amen. Whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. When you desire, when there is a hunger, when there is a hunger, that's when God moves. When there is no hunger, God does not move. The reason we're not seeing God like in Bible days is because our generation is not hungry. Our generation is not hungry. We have been satisfied with wrong things. False. We have a false sense of satisfaction. And may God deliver us from every false sense of satisfaction. You cannot afford to be satisfied with the wrong thing. You cannot afford to be satisfied with a condition that is abnormal. There is something wrong with us. Even If you are not hungry for for God, there is a problem with you. Your heart is hardened. Your heart is corrupt. If you are not hungry for God, it's because your heart is in a bad condition in a bad condition and it, it is it's not going to help you if you don't do something about it. You can't just be religious. Sing all the songs. Say hallelujah at the right place. Say amen at the right place. Jump at the right time. And yet there is no hunger in you. Your heart is not in a, in a condition whereby God can move. That's why we're not seeing God. That's why we're not experiencing God as we should. I'm telling you. You cannot just come to church to fulfill an obligation. Coming to church is not just to to mark the register. It should be a divine appointment. It should be an appointment with God. Before you come, you tell the Lord, Lord, I'm coming. This is what I'm hungry for. This is what I'm believing for. You must come hungry if you are going to be fed. But if you come just to tick the register, you'll be marked present. And you go back the same way you came. And that's what is happening to many of us. So you need to do something about your, 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 your hunger condition. You need to do something about it. Amen. One of the reasons why God moved the way he moved was because people were hungry. Those guys were so hungry. I mean, it's been a long time since I met people so hungry. So hungry for God. And you know what? God did great things. A lot of miracles that I saw because of hunger. Because of hunger. Manifestations of glory. Because of hunger. Because of hunger. If you're not hungry, nobody's going to feed you. Nobody will force feed you. Why don't you pray for yourself? Lord, make... Give me hunger. If you're not hungry, I understand, but pray about it. Do something. It, it, it's an abnormal condition. You need hunger. You need hunger, hunger for God, hunger to see His glory, hunger to see His power, hunger to experience Him in a way you've never experienced Him before. Come on, ask the Lord to, to make you hungry. Lord, my God, help us. Lord, I ask that you would heal our hearts. Anything, every corruption in our hearts, everything that has corrupted our ability to be hungry, Lord, let it, let, it, let, it be, let it be dealt with right now. Let every hardness of heart be removed. Let every pride, oh God, that has damaged our hearts, oh Father, be dealt with right now. In the name of Jesus. Lord, my God, I pray. I pray, O oh Father. I pray that any sin in our hearts, oh Father, that affects our ability, our hunger. Lord, let it be dealt with right now. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray. I pray for every single one here that you will make us hungry. Give us real hunger. Hunger for righteousness. Hunger. Hunger and thirst for righteousness. Hunger and thirst for you. Hunger and thirst for your kingdom. My Lord and my God. Hunger for your glory. Hunger to know you. Mighty God. I give you praise Lord. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Do you know what you read in your Bible Is meant to be an experience in your life. The same God of the Bible is the God we worship today. It's the same God we worship today. The reason why we've been doing series about God so that you know God is because we want you to know your Father so that you know what to desire. Are you getting me? Yeah, amen. yeah you, 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 need, you need to. Your relationship with God has to be taken to the next level. Amen. Your intimacy with God needs to go to the next level. You cannot be the same person from January to December. You, it, there's something wrong. Some of us have even gone back. We're not as hungry as we used to be before. Maybe because God has blessed you with a little change. Here and there. Now it has taken away your hunger. When you didn't have a job, you were hungry for God. The moment you got a job, now you are okay. You're not hungry for God anymore. A job has filled that place of spiritual hunger in your life. That's sickening to God. Hmm? Is it okay to be truthful? Yeah. 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 I'm just sharing with you what will help you to see the power of God. To see the glory of God. Some of us allow our conditions to limit our pursuit of God. Your hunger for God, you must not allow your circumstance, your situation. To determine whether or not you will pursue God. Your relationship with God has to come to a point where it doesn't matter what happens. You are focused. Amen? You seek God. You don't seek miracles. You seek God. Do you understand? A few years ago, a lady walked she walked walking to this compound. I was here and she came to me. She said, um, I need, I'm looking for the pastor. I said, what do you want the pastor for? She said, uh, she said to me, does the pastor prophesy? <laughs> I said, why? She said, you know, I need someone to prophesy to me. And I looked at her and I said, why do you need someone to prophesy to you? She said to me, I want to know whether to leave my boyfriend or not. Oh. No, I'm serious. I want to know whether to leave my boyfriend or not. And I said, I said to her, so why, why can't you seek God? Why can't you ask God yourself? She said, no, I need, I, need, I need someone to prophesy to me. I said to her, if you seek prophecies, you'll get into error. You need to seek God. Don't seek prophecy. Seek God. Prophecies will abound. And they can mislead. Then she turns to me, she says, Can you prophesy? I thought I just made a point. She didn't hear what I was saying. I said to her, We have a more sure word of prophecy. We have the word of God, which is the most sure word of prophecy. Prophecies will cease, but the word abides forever. And she looks at me, and she says, no, I really want a prophecy. <laughs> ah! And I said, I said to her, listen, if you continue like that, you'll be misled. Because the devil will give you what you want to hear. You need the word of God. Her hunger was for prophecy. I said, you know what? Why don't you come to church on Sunday? I'm sure God will have a word for you. She said, if I come, will there be prophecy? Now, what do you do with such a person? (laughs) I should have said to her, thus says the Lord. This is the prophetic word of the Lord. Come to church. (laughs) Interesting. But there are people like that. And then she says to me, she's been living with this boyfriend for the past 15 years. (laughs) Then I say, what prophecy do you need? The Word of God already talks about your situation. You are living in sin. What, what, What prophecy? Prophecy for what? To say you shouldn't... But you see, you must understand that God looks at your heart at all times. When he's going to do things, he looks at the heart. The heart is what determines what he does in our lives. But oftentimes, we ignore our hearts. Oftentimes, we don't pay attention to our hearts. We don't pay attention to the things that happen within us. We only look outwardly. Oh, I don't have enough money for this. Oh, I don't have a a wife. I don't have a husband. I don't have a car. I don't have a house. I don't have a job. I don't have this. I don't have that. Oh, I'm sick. I'm out. Those ones, God, believe me, God has already made provision for all of that. What shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? will it profit a man? Hmm? Don't lose your soul for anything temporary. Amen? And don't allow anything to limit your hunger for God. I want to be more hungry. I don't know about you. I want to be more hungry. As a matter of fact, I'm more hungry now Than I was at the beginning of the year. Yeah, I'm more hungry now. I'm more hungry this year than I was last year. I can confidently say that. Don't come and tell me, Pastor, I'm hungry. We we would know from your pursuits. Yeah. So if you are really hungry, it will show in what you are doing about that hunger. It will show. If you are hungry. uh, um, This man, what's his name? John Hyde. They call him praying Hyde. Years ago, he was a missionary in India. John Hyde used to pray every day. He said, give me me souls or I die. (laughs) Give me souls. Lord, give me souls or I die. Yeah. Then he got to a point. He began to reach people. And every day, Lord, give me a soul today. Because for him, if he cannot make a difference in another person's life, what's life? Why live? You see, that's his hunger. And guess what? God gave him. According to his hunger. According to your hunger, God will give you what you are hungry for. If your hunger is only to be a billionaire, maybe He will give you. I believe that God is raising, He's going to raise some serious people that He will empower, He will give resources. For the gospel. Multi-millionaires, multi-billionaires, whatever you want to call it. God God is raising people like that. But your heart must be in the right place. Your heart must be in the right place. Because the state of your heart will determine what He can entrust you with. Yeah. If your hunger is to make a point. And to prove to your friends that you have arrived. How many people know that that is different from when you want to make a difference in people's lives? And God starts looking to see you have to start from somewhere. Hmm? If giving a tip is a problem to you, God cannot bless you. Yeah, you go to a restaurant and you can't even tip. Or your tip is like the waiter is arguing with you <laughs> for tip. Whew. That is a problem. Isn't it? I, met, I met somebody, I know somebody. He used to tip his barber. Huh? He used to tip his barber and this baba was saving the tip and one day the baba came with him came to him and showed him a picture and says this is what i was doing with the tips you've been giving me and guess what was in the picture a house he built a house that's generous how many people know that god will trust such people with wealth some of us, we can't, God can't trust you. God can't trust you. Hmm? So, w- what am I trying to say? If, even if you are hungry to be blessed, if it's so that you can contain it, it's up to you. Hmm? I was in a meeting yesterday, and this guy bought a house for somebody. Just like that. He just heard the story oh, parents died, this day, this, trying, struggling, had to drop out of varsity, try, trying to make ends meet, this, 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 this problem, all the siblings. He was just so moved. The, child, the daughter says, Dad, why don't you just get her an apartment? And guess what? It's done. Why? Because he has the means. Those are the kind of people God will bless. God will make him multi, multi multi-billionaire. Because of that kind of heart. Some of us, our hearts, we still need a lot of panel beating. Yeah, God needs to do some work in our hearts. Yeah. Hmm? One day I'll bring him here to come and share with you. I'm telling you that people God is blessing. Mm. That people God has been able to trust. He has tested over time. Mm-hmm. And he has seen, I can trust this one. Yep. It's hard. It's all, of, it's all from the heart. Yeah. So, don't just desire money. Mm, yeah. Just for the sake of having money. The ability that God gives to you is not just for you. It's for somebody next to you. It's for somebody in your sphere of influence. It's for somebody that is less privileged. It's for someone that is in need. Hallelujah. I know generous people whose generosity is challenging. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Challenging. How would you? How many people have seen a place where somebody just bought a house and gave someone? How many people? You've seen it? Not even one? No. You haven't seen. So what about all the multimillionaires in the body of Christ? What happened to them? What a shame. It's a disgrace. Why did I even go there? Hunger. Yes. Your hunger, you must have the right kind of hunger. You must have the right kind of hunger. Because you will see God he will meet you at the point of your hunger. Amen. He will meet you at the point of your hunger. God is not mocked. Yeah. I'm telling you. Why did Elijah uh, Elisha get double portion from Elisha? Huh? Why? Hunger. Hunger. Who determined how much he should get? He did. That's right. He did. He determined it. It wasn't Elijah that determined it. Huh? So don't look for someone to determine how much of God you should experience. Don't. Don't. You decide, yeah. this is what I want. Mm-hmm. I want to see God like this. Yeah. I want to experience God like this. Mm-hmm. And I have made a decision, I'm telling you. I have made a decision. And I say, Lord, mm-hmm. I will pursue this till I die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I, when I die, you will tell me why I didn't get it. But my pursuit, my focus is fixed. Amen. Yeah. There are certain things I've told him. This is what I need. Yeah. I'm hungry for this. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. Why? Because I know when I get it, I know this generation will never be the same. <laughs> Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know that when I get it, Whew. my Lord will run Satan out of town. But I don't know what you're hungry for. And I cannot tell you my hunger. I won't tell you what it is. It's between me and him. But it's up to you to decide what to be hungry for and go for it. Amen? I've told you before that hunger in the realm of the Spirit is a currency. You buy with hunger. Isaiah 55. From verse 1. Let's read verses 1 and 2. Isaiah 55. If you are hungry, if you are thirsty, I want you to know that God is more than willing. He's more than ready. In fact, he is even more excited. He is wondering why we're not hungry. He's actually surprised. What kind of a generation is this? They don't even, they're not even hungry. They don't even, they don't even desire the things of the spirit. Huh? They're only hungry for bread. They're only hungry. Huh? For meat. That's all they are hungry for. Look at what the Bible says. Ho! Everyone who thirsts, come to the waters, and you who have no money, ah, you who have no money, come, buy, and eat. How many people have been able to go to the restaurant? No money. But you are hungry. And he's just go in there and saying, uh, I'm, I'm hungry now. I'm, I need some food. And then they gave it to you. How many people? You... <laughs> he says, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> if it's my restaurant, I'll chase you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes? Because there has to be a means of exchange. Yeah. Yeah. There has to be a means of exchange. So, Okay, what if you go to a restaurant and the meal is 200 rands and you tell them, you know what, Uh, I have 50 rands. In fact, I have 60. You know, Um, please, I'm so hungry. Just, Just manage this 60 rands and give me the food. Will they give it to you? They won't give it to you. Why? Why won't they give it to you? That's not the price. That's not the price. Amen? Mm-hmm. So, the, the amount of money you give has to be equivalent to the price. The moment you give them 200 rands, they say, okay, fine. You can have it. I know in restaurants you don't, you don't pay ahead of time unless it's fast food. <laughs> you sit down, you eat, after you finish eating, you say, uh-oh. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I forgot my wallet. Huh? Don't ever make that kind of mistake. <laughs> because if you do, tongues will not help you. Speaking in tongues. Ah. The owner of the restaurant is going to show you. Even if he's a Christian. He's going to teach you a lesson. You will never forget in your life. Huh? Yeah. So, if the value is 200 rands, it doesn't matter. Even if you give 190. 10 rands less. Short, by just 10 rands. Sorry. Come back another day. Not today. Huh? Even if you have 195. They won't just look at you and say, oh, you look so beautiful. So you can have it. Ah! (laughs) No way. But you see, what we don't realize is that in the spirit, there is also a price tag. There's a price tag for things in the spirit. Oh, pastor, didn't Jesus pay the price? Yes, Jesus paid. That's why you don't need money. You just need hunger. You just need hunger. God is not saying, go and bring 1,000 bulls. He's not saying that. Just be hungry. And that's still a problem for us. Can you see why we miss God? Can you see why we don't experience God? We're not hungry. He says, Come, oh, everyone who thirsts. You see, there's no, it's not the rich man. Huh? It's not the poor man. He's not talking to a poor man. He's not talking to a rich man only. He's not just talking to one race or another. He's not talking about someone who is high up there. Because if it's for rich people, do you know what? some people are going to buy all the salvation and then start selling it. Yeah. the entrepreneurial genes will kick in. Yeah. They will franchise the whole thing. Yeah. They will buy it. All the billionaires. Can you imagine? Bill Gates years. That salvation is available for sale. And uh, you know, it, ta- it, takes, it takes money to, ha- to have it. Hey, the guy will, the, before you know it, every one of us will be queuing to pay. And the fee, ha, that's going to be a problem. And the things of the spirit, we don't realize that there is a price. There is a price. Even Paul realized that. I'm pressing towards the mark. There is a price attached to everything. So God wants us to pay that price with our hunger. That's all he's saying. Your hunger has to measure up. In case you don't know, spiritual things are also material. They're spiritual substances. Spiritual hunger is a is a spiritual substance. You look at it and you just think it's a I don't know what you think. But in the spirit, these things are material things. Just like prayer. Prayer is a material thing, it's a spiritual substance. Bible tells us in Revelation how the angel stands and he is collecting the prayers, and he mixes it with incense. You think it's just words you are speaking, but God has an angel positioned by the altar that is collecting everything. It's a material. It's a spiritual material. Then when he mixes it, he gets to a point. The Bible says then. He throws it back to the earth. Then there is thunder. There is earthquakes. There is effect. Things begin to happen. So, hunger is a spiritual material. It's in your heart. You don't see it, but God sees. God sees. There are some things he has been teaching me lately. I can't wait. Because I need to put it to practice first and see the effect in my life. Then after that I'll come and share with you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I need to prove it first. But it's gonna change your life. Your finances will change there's a key to kingdom economy. Hallelujah. There's a kind of hunger you need to have. There's a kind of hunger you need. But we're just going, we're just okay. He says, come, buy, eat. Yes! Buy wine and milk without money, without price. No physical price. Look at verse 2. It says, in verse 2, Why do you spend money for what is not bread? Why? This thing will not nourish you spiritually. You're spending money on that. Some people think that if they have certain things, then... They'll be fulfilled. And you'll be surprised. He says, and your wages for what does not satisfy. Why are you spending your wages on what does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is good. And let your soul delight itself in abundance. God is a God of abundance. He wants to bless you abundantly. But he wants you to have the right hunger. Amen? Amen. He wants you to have the right hunger. Let's look at the book of 2 Kings. Chapter 2. Elisha. It came to pass when the Lord was about to take up Elijah into heaven by the whirlwind, that Elijah went with Elisha from Gilgal. Then Elijah said to Elisha, Stay here, please, for the Lord has sent me to Bethel. But Elisha said, as the Lord lives, and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So they went down to Bethel. Now the sons of the prophets who were at Bethel came to Elisha and said to him, Do you know that the Lord will take away your master from over you today? And he said, Yes, I know. Keep silent. Now those guys, by prophetic gift, were able... They were able to discern that God was going to take Elijah on that day. And they were accurate, but they had no hunger. Do you understand? So you can know things. You can operate the gift accurately and still not have hunger. They had no hunger. Do you know? Elijah says, I know. Keep quiet. Be silent. Mind your business. The, I, I like this guy. I mean, this guy, he did not allow these people's lack of hunger to affect him. Because some of us, we, we look at our friends who determine whether to be hungry for God or not. Yeah. You allow your friends to regulate your hunger for God. Or you allow your, your wife to regulate your hunger. Or your husband If your husband is not hungry for God, that is his business. If your wife is not hungry for God, that's her business. You work on your hunger. Do you understand me? Work on your hunger. I'm telling you. God is watching. Then Elijah said to him, verse 4, To to, to Elisha, stay here please, for the Lord has sent me to Jericho. But he said to him, as the Lord lives and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So they came to Jericho. Now the sons of the prophets who were at Jericho came to Elisha and said to him, Do you know that the Lord will take your master from over you today? So he answered, yes, I know. Keep silent. I like this guy. Keep silent. Mind your business. My hunger is not about to be regulated. <laughs> then Elijah said to him, Stay here, please. The Lord has sent me unto Jordan. But he said, As the Lord God lives and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So the two of them went on. Yeah. Can you see how people follow? Yeah. And that's how to get into destiny. I can give you different examples. Hmm? Hunger. Hunger. If you don't have hunger, you need to cry for yourself. You are probably in a dead state. Spiritually, without knowing. Hmm? Yeah. Verse 7. And fifty men of the sons of the prophets went and stood facing them at a distance while the two of them stood by the Jordan. Now Elijah took his mantle, rolled it up, and struck the water. And it was divided this way and that way. So that the two of them crossed over on dry ground. Somebody say manifestation. manifestation. Where is your manifestation? Huh? Elijah did this. Are you hungry for it? I'm hungry for these things. I've made up my mind. I don't want to go to heaven. Listen, I'm not ready to die now. Okay, so don't even think about it. Why? Because there are some things I still need to do. Why? When I meet Elijah, I need to tell him my own story. Don't you want? Or you just go, Elijah, wow. Wow. When you parted Jordan, how did it feel? Huh? How, how, how was it? And then he would tell you. Then you say, wow, that was awesome. No, you need to tell him your story as well. Elijah needs to ask you, how did you do this? Man, When I parted the Jordan, I thought I did something great. Huh? How did you do yours? Yeah, you need to be hungry for these things hallelujah. Amen. But no, we just read it. Oh, what a beautiful story. Listen. These things are written to provoke you. Yes. To stir up your hunger. Amen. Not for you to just look and say, that was a, a, a beautiful story. It's not just a Sunday school story. This thing should, 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 should help you to see that God can do this kind of things through you. Amen. One of the things the Lord told us about this church is that it will be known. It will be characterized by what? The unimaginable. The what? Supernatural and extraordinary. That's what the Lord said to us about this church. So if you don't have hunger for the unimaginable, how is it going to happen? We just say, oh, they're unimaginable. Oh, they're supernatural. Oh, they're extraordinary. And there's no hunger. God will just be looking. Where is the hungry one? Hallelujah. It starts with hunger. I'm telling you, it starts with hunger. Hmm? And so, verse 9. So it was when they had crossed over that Elijah said to Elisha, ask, what may I do for you before I'm taken away from you? Hallelujah. You see, he, had, he has gone through all the hurdles. He has gone through. Every attempt of Elijah to persuade him to stay behind failed. Because this guy's hunger was too much. Hmm? His hunger was too much. Sometimes I see some people, their hunger is so much that I respond. Hallelujah. What, What do you want from me? Tell me. And look at Elisha. He knew what he was hungry for. He said, please let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. He was not asking for Elijah's real estate. Mm. Do you understand? He didn't ask for that. That was not his hunger. What he was hungry for was more than real estate. Do you get what I'm saying? He didn't ask him, oh, you know, I want to be, I want to inherit your, your, uh, your cloak, your jacket, your your donkey. Huh? <laughs> your, ja- your jaguar. <laughs> your donkey. He didn't ask for all of that. He asked for a double portion of his what? Spirit. That was his hunger. And he proved it. He proved it how? By his pursuit. That's why, don't tell me you're hungry and you're not doing anything about it. You don't spend time with God. You don't pray. You don't, you, you, you don't spend time with hungry people. Huh? You say you're hungry for God. You come to church once in six weeks and you think you're hungry. You're deceiving yourself. You, are, you have deceived yourself. You have convinced yourself to believe a lie. I'm telling you, you're deceived. Your heart has deceived you. Huh? You say you're hungry for God, and yet, you don't read his word. You don't take in the word. Huh? That's a problem. You don't know it. But I'm telling you, do you know that a lot of times, when you go to the doctor, you don't even know you have a problem. It tells you they say, Oh, you have this condition. What? No, but I feel fine. It, your, your feeling has nothing to do with it. Okay? It has nothing to do with it. Because there are times you don't even have any symptom. Last time Doc was saying was, when you feel something in your heart, by the time you start feeling it, it's too late. So when when they when you don't feel it, it doesn't mean it's not there. So many people are walking with God with serious heart conditions, but they don't even know because they don't feel it. They don't feel it. Lack of hunger is a problem. A major problem in our generation is lack of hunger for God. Lack of hunger for the things of God. Because we've been satisfied. Technology is wonderful. It's exciting. Oh my goodness. Oh, life is more convenient now. Social media is amazing. It just helps me to connect with people all over the world. I have friends I've not seen for 30 years, but I can connect with them through social media. Oh, what a great tool. But that does not feed my hunger. So I cannot allow that to replace... My pursuit for what I want to see God do in my life and in our generation. I believe strongly that we are going to shake this nation. But we cannot do it with lack of hunger. We need to be hungry. We need to be hungry. While I was preaching in Peter Marisburg, I saw a vision. While I was preaching, I saw this truck full of wheelchairs and crutches. And you know what the Lord said to me? The Lord said to me, that is some, that is, that is t- those are trophies, testimonies of the exploits of God's people. Wow. So we will meet in church. People will come with their wheelcha- wheelchairs of people that they have healed. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Yeah. People, crutches, people, cripples that have been healed. And we will come to church and testify. This is what happened during the week. My connect group, my tribe, we went out. And this is, these are the, these are the, the trophies. Amen. But that cannot happen if you are not hungry for it. Amen. To go out is even a problem for some people. You are in your comfort zone. May God deliver you from your comfort zone. Amen. So that you can experience his power. Amen. So that you can see his glory. Amen. So that you can see lives change. Amen. You can see lives transformed. May God deliver us. Amen. Elisha was hungry and it showed in his pursuit. I mean, he respected... (laughs) Elijah was his spiritual father. Okay? It's not that he disrespected him. He said, I respect you. But concerning this matter, I beg to differ. As the Lord lives, and as your soul lives, I'll disobey you. Concerning this matter, I'm not staying behind. I can't wait for you. Because he knew. If I wait, I'll wait forever. Mm. And my hunger will not be satisfied. Mm. After he'll be like one of the sons of the prophets. Mm. Do, have you heard of any of the sons of the prophets? Do no. you know their name? No. Just one of the sons of the prophets. But what made Elisha to stand out distinctly was his hunger. Yes. Now we're telling his story. Look at that. May they tell your story. For generations to come. That they will talk about you. When you get to heaven. Heaven will be talking about you. May you make headlines in heaven. Yeah. But even David will say. My goodness. I thought I was a psalmist. Hmm? I thought I could play. But when I all see the way Salome plays, oh my goodness. (laughs) When I see the glory that comes, I never experienced this in my life. But you have to be hungry for it. You have to be hungry for it. Hmm? When I see the way Caleb plays the drum, and he's even prophesying with the drum. My goodness. That is another level. You have to be hungry for it. You have to be hungry. Hallelujah. There is so much to be hungry for. Let me just tell you. If you read your Bible, every day you read your Bible, there's something you will find to be hungry for. If you read it properly, without religious spectacles that's what confuses us all the time. No? You can read all those commentaries. Let me tell you. Those guys, they did their best with the revelation they had. But our time, our generation, we don't need those commentaries. No, don't let any commentary regulate your hunger for God. Do you understand me? If you read it, you can read it just for information. But don't let it determine what you can trust God for. Or what you, should, what you should believe God for or not. Hallelujah. Where are we? Verse 10. So he said, you have asked a hard thing. It's an expensive thing. Do you understand? Yeah, yeah. This thing you are asking for is very expensive. This guy has been paying the price all along. He paid. He has paid the price of service. He has paid the price of, you know, loyalty. He has paid. He has paid all kinds of price. He, his hunger. He has paid the price of hunger, and then he says, "You have asked a hard thing. What are you asking for, Elisha." Nobody has ever asked for this. So it's a hard thing. But then he says, nevertheless, if you see me when I am taken from you, it shall be for you. But if not, it shall not be so. (sighs) You see spiritual things? Why do you say if you see me? that It is so hard, but if you see me, you can have it. Is that? Huh? How hard is it to see you? How hard? But God was watching Elisha's heart. And he could see this guy. Hmm. Nothing is going to deprive him from this thing. Amen? Amen. Next verse. Look at it. Then it happened. As they continued on and talked, that suddenly, oh my goodness, somebody says suddenly. suddenly. A chariot of fire appeared with horses of fire. A chariot of fire with horses of fire. That God, God sent a heavenly motorcade to come and pick his prophet. Hmm? But you know what? I believe that Elisha's hunger is what opened his eyes to see this. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. His heart condition was right. That's why he saw it. Not everybody saw it. The sons of the prophet didn't see this. Because if they had seen it, they would have received the double portion. But they didn't. They only perceived. In your walk with God... There are levels, let me tell you. There are levels, even in your, in your walk with God, your intimacy with God, your relationship with God, has levels. There's a level where you hear God's voice. But then there's a level where you sense His presence. You know He's here. But then there's another level where you see. But some of us, we don't hunger enough to get to the point of seeing. Elisha's hunger paid the price for him to see. Amen. To see. So the hard thing. It is easy to hear by the spirit. That is easy. Yeah. The sons of the prophet got that. Yeah. Did you know that God is taking your master today? 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 God is taking him. They were accurate. Spot on. That's yeah. easy. Anybody can prophesy The gift of prophecy is the easiest gift of the Spirit to walk in. I'm telling you. It is the easiest gift of the Spirit to walk in. That's why Paul says, You know, I desire, you know, he says, Desire spiritual gifts, but most so that you may prophesy. Amen? He says, when you come together, everybody can prophesy. Moses says, "I wish that all of Israel were prophets." It's easy. Say it's easy. it's easy. If we begin to teach you the principles now, every one of you, I can assure you, can prophesy. The principles. Once you get it, it's not a. Yeah, we're going to do that. Why prophesy in the streets? Hallelujah! But to see. You you have asked a hard thing. Mm. You can pick by the prophetic gift, Mm. but to see is a different thing. It's a different thing. It requires a different level of hunger. Mm. Do you understand? How many people want to see? You need hunger. Mm. More hunger. Mm. More hunger. The hunger you have right now is what gives you what you are experiencing. Now, if you want an upgrade, you need to upgrade your hunger. Mm-hmm. Are you getting my point? Yes. Does it make sense yes. It's not confusing, right? No. You need an expert to confuse you about these things that's so simple. You need a deep theologian who is confused. <laughs> Some theologians are good people I mean they walk with god they they, they They have the mind of God and all of that. But some of them, have mercy. So, okay, yes. And they continued on and talked. They were talking. Just talking. Walking. Talking. Walking. Talking. Suddenly, without notice. Then, vroom! A chariot of fire with horses of fire. He's going, yo, and then it came between them. Shoon! Elisha is here. Bah! Elisha is here. This is drama. Movie script. Those of you. Movie. Go and write this. You, it will be a blockbuster. Yeah. If you read your Bible, you'll have a lot of inspiration for movies. Yeah. I'm telling you. It separated part of them. <laughs> and it's just so oof. And the next thing he sees Elijah. That was a whirlwind. Right into heaven. Incredible. Incredible. And look at verse 12. Look at verse 12. Hmm? And Elijah saw it and cried, My father, my father, the chariot of Israel and its horsemen. My father! My father! You go! You go! Hey, me. Awesome, hey! So he saw him no more. And he took took his own clothes and tore them into pieces. This is drama. Somebody say drama. Ay-ya-ya! got <laughs> <laughs> No? Toy his clothes to pieces. Next verse. Look at that. <laughs> hey. He also took up the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him. So, Elijah doesn't need the mantle in heaven. So, God saw, He saw Elisha's hunger. Elisha's hunger is what brought the mantle down. Amen? Yeah. He took the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him and went back and stood by the bank of the Jordan. Somebody speak in tongues. Speak in tongues. Next verse. Look at the next verse. Come on. Hallelujah. He says, Then he took the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him and struck the water and said, Where is the Lord God of Elijah? And when he had struck the water, it was divided this way and that way. And Elisha crossed over. Yeah! Glory to God! Hallelujah! If you have enough hunger, you can walk in this. Are you following me? If you have the hunger to pay for this, you can walk in it. I don't care anybody's opinion. I don't care. I'm not interested in anybody's opinion. I want to walk in these things. Yes. Amen. Now I believe that God is raising us and he's preparing us to surprise this nation. We're going to surprise this land Amen. by the manifestations yes. that we will walk in. Yes. Amen. But it takes hunger. Amen. We'll pay the price with our hunger. Amen. And look at Let's read. Read on. I, 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 I'll close now. Now when the sons of the prophets who were from Jericho saw him they said the spirit of Elijah rests on Elisha you see the spirit only rests on the hungry it rests on the hungry it doesn't re- it can visit people who are not hungry but for it to rest it needs hunger it needs hunger I'm telling you The spirit of Elijah raised on Elijah. And they came to meet him and bowed down to the ground before him. They came and they submitted themselves. Mm. You have taken over. Mm. You are now our leader. Mm. Elijah is gone. Mm. You are the new Elijah. Mm. Can you see what hunger can do? Hunger can change your life. Spiritual hunger can make you, put you in charge. Even people who are more accurate than you. People who are even more gifted than you. When you are hungry enough, things can happen. And the story can change. And I believe God is changing somebody's story today. God is changing your story. Your hunger is bringing, is pulling certain mantles. There are mantles God is going to release. Some time ago I was praying and the Lord told me about the mantles that He's going to release in this place. There are mantles that are going to come upon us. But we need the hunger. We need the hunger. Let's stand up on our feet. Come on. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.